This is episode number 368, owning how you may have hurt or traumatized your children as the parent with Carrie. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I have such an important episode. I love this episode. It's it's rare that I have a parent call in and speak to how they impacted their children, how they hurt their children. We have had some callers like that, but mostly it's people calling about how they've been impacted by their parents. So I love today's caller. I love the courage and the vulnerability and the honesty that she has. And I think you'll get a lot of value out of today's call. As a reminder, there's still space for my women's retreat. It's the first weekend in October. It is coming up around the corner. You can learn more at christinehassler.com slash signature retreat or email jill at christinehassler.com. We do have some partial scholarships available. So if you really want to come and money was your only block, then definitely email jill at christinehassler.com. I'm really looking forward to it. It is so needed. I did an Insta story about this today, about how the coaching industry often is so about like push through that challenge and break through your comfort zone and stretch yourself and you got to be different. And there's just a lot of that mm, more masculine approach. And sometimes that's really helpful. Sometimes those kind of stretches and really getting out of our comfort zone and drastic changes are helpful, but sometimes they're re-traumatizing. And I believe and know from personal experience and professional experience that transformation and healing can happen in a more feminine way and it can be gentle and nourishing. So if you're looking for an incredibly powerful, yet also gentle and nourishing and more feminine approach to transformation, then definitely consider joining me at the retreat. As you are listening to this episode, consider, are you a parent that has some guilt or shame about how you parented or how you treated your child or children? Do you know that you're passing on some of your generational patterns and trauma? Did you say as a child, I will never do that as a parent, but then you find yourself doing it. Do you have a strained or a strained relationship with one of your children and you want to remedy it? You want to have some kind of connection, but you're not sure how. Finally, do you trust yourself enough to parent yourself in a way that can help you parent your child even better? And adult children still need parenting. They still need their parents in some way. So It's not too late to work to repair a relationship with a child. So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my session with Carrie. And I want to thank my sponsor for this episode, Organifi. You can get 20% off all your Organifi products at Organifi.com slash over it using promo code over it. I love their Organifi green juice. It's an incredible superfood blend, rich in micronutrients. Moringa, known as nature's most powerful multivitamin, is rich in vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, and aminos. And Moringa is in the green juice. It contains a nine times the protein of yogurt. 10 times the vitamin A's carrots, 15 times the potassium of bananas, 17 times the calcium of milk, 12 times the vitamin C of oranges, 25 times the iron of spinach. So the body needs both macro and micronutrients for optimal health. 
We all understand the importance of macronutrients, protein, fat, carbohydrates, and these make up the majority of our diet, but often the micronutrients are neglected. The micronutrients, which include the vitamins and minerals that are in Organifi Green and a lot of their other things like their red juice, work behind the scenes to help keep our bodies healthy. So if you want a healthy and easy way to get your greens in, to get your micronutrients in, go to Organifi.com slash over it and get 20% off your order today. Carrie, welcome to the show. How can I help? Well, Christine, I've listened to your show quite a bit and I've always heard people come on and, and talk about, you know, the trauma that they have experienced as a child um, from their upbringing. And my question is a little different. I, I was the parent that inflicted the trauma Mm. and I, I now, I now know this. And Mm. so working on myself through these past years, I kind of caught it late in their life. They were teenagers whenever I started making changes to my behavior um, however, it's, it's really left, um, a mark on our relationship and my relationships with other people, especially, you know, romantic relationships. So just a little bit of a backstory. I was the type of parent that was the volcano. So mm-hmm. someone could drop a fork and you would just be annihilated because of everything that I shoved down and my own frustrations and resentments and you know, selfish behavior kind of a thing. And so they got the brunt in of that. And mm. so in, in saying that now, um, I live a pretty unconventional lifestyle I'm a full-time traveler. Mm. So I live in my camper and I travel from place to place and I uh, live and work in a place for a little bit. And I travel on different national parks and resorts and, um, I've become an author and, and, and lots of different really cool things that have opened up for me. And my kids, I don't really acknowledge any of that, mm. which hurts. They don't acknowledge it? Or did you say you don't acknowledge it? They don't acknowledge, they don't acknowledge it. it. Okay. So I'm with both of my kids, it's a little different, but they don't, either one of them acknowledge me um, quite as their parents. Um, uh, anyway, and so it's for different reasons. Um, and you know, my, my son is kind of in a affluential position kind of a thing and where he's, he's working with the native community and here I sit with blonde hair and green eyes. And so he never really lets people know that I'm his mom, <laughs> mm. you know, mm-hmm. both of my children are very, um, took over, um, after the native side and I took after the Irish side. So mm. there's a lot of that. And then, um, my daughter has children now and she's kind of kept me at a distance, I think just because of the way that she was brought up and the way that I used to be. Mm-hmm. And so trying to have a relationship that's different with her now and have a relationship that's different with the kids, you know, my main concern is, you know, I know that this, what for lack of better terms, monster is still there because it still comes up when I'm trying to, navigate through a romantic relationship. I just annihilate again. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do something that triggers her to where she says, you can't be around my kids anymore. You mm. know? So, mm. Mm. and how old are your kids now? They are 22 and 23. All right. So fully grown up. 
Well, mm-hmm. in their twenties, I don't know if we're totally fully grown up. There's still some growing to do, that's for sure. But definitely, they've launched and right. they're they're on their own. So, and what about their dad? Um, their dad hasn't been in the picture since they were two. Okay, uh, or since my 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 youngest was two. They do still whatever they can to kind of get his attention, which is very few and far between. Mm-hmm. And I have tried to have adult conversations with them, but when I do, I get that hurt little child in, in a response. Um, so I don't know how to have that conversation with them at this time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So first I just want to acknowledge you for owning how you showed up as a parent and that you had some behaviors that were difficult on your kids. Not many people have the courage to admit that and own that. And I'm proud of you. I hope you're proud of yourself. Thank you. Uh, A little. I still (laughs) have a lot of shame. Yeah. Yeah. What are you ashamed of? I think that I, I just repeated the things that I said I would never repeat. Yeah. 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 So you grew up with some volcanoes. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the hard part about trauma and behavior that we'd categorize as hurtful or bad or whatever word we want to use is it's not because anybody sets out to hurt people. They have unprocessed trauma and don't know how to deal with it. And for the most part, it sounds like you were a single mom and had so much that you were trying to navigate and deal with and didn't have any skills to deal with your own trauma. And so, yeah, you did pass it on. You did play it out and you're shifting it now. And I wish I had a time machine I could offer you to go back and (laughs) and have a do-over. Um, but I don't. And on some level, it's like your kids, I do believe our children choose us and your kids chose you as their mom to learn whatever they need to learn. So there's two things I want to ask you. One, and I'll ask you one at a time. What does holding on to the shame do for you? (sighs) You know, I don't, I, th- I think sometimes I don't realize that I'm holding on to it. I think that I have worked past it and, mm-hmm. and I've had to really do this in other relationships with my parents, with my friends. Um, and, and that sort of thing. I learned to let a lot go because there was a lot of punishment. Like everyone needed to be punished, you know, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like I'm free of it. And then in one fell swoop, it'll come back. So there was this, when I was coming back to the, to the area, I knew I was going to be spending a, a lot of time with my daughter and she parents way different than I parent, which is wonderful. And I think she's doing a great job, but I don't want to do something or say something or, you know, be stern or something that's going to trigger her where she says, you know, you need to leave or something. Mm-hmm. So there was this overwhelming sense of dread mm-hmm. and then here come, here come the shame. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. I thought you were gone, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. And sometimes shame serves us to protect us. You know, if the shame is there, then on some level, you, you won't do the behavior again if the shame is there. So it's a kind of mm-hmm. way you keep yourself in check. And I really encourage you to start trusting yourself mm-hmm. that 
that part of you you've you've worked on, you're aware of. And if for some reason some of that did show up, you'd catch it and you'd deal with it in a different way. Have you spoken to your daughter like this about your fears and concerns and about how you showed up as a parent back then and, and the kind of grandparent you want to be? I don't think that we've ever really had a very in-depth conversation about it. No, I did speak to her one time about, I noticed that like, she doesn't ever reach out to me. I have to reach out to her um, in comparison with the other grandparents because the other grandparents are right there and I'm always gone. And, you know, there's just some little things. She's not active on my social media. She, I, I'll ask her, did you see the pictures of the Grand Canyon or wherever it was I was? She was like, no. And so it's just a, kind of a blatant ignoring um, with hurts. And so when I kind of had that discussion with her, she was like, I don't need to know any of your business. And she just kind of shuts it down. Like, what are your expectations of me? And what do you, what do you want? And I said, well, I'd, I'd like for you to be nice for one mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, somewhat proud of what I've accomplished or where I'm at or the things I'm seeing, or do you think it's interesting? And she's like, I don't need to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So it was very cold, which is how she has always processed things. Very clinical, I guess. Yeah. Well, and how she protects yeah. herself. So right. have you had though the conversation, the direct conversation really owning and apologizing for some actions you took as a mom and how you shut up as a mom and, and how your inconsistency with behavior was scary for your kids and how they didn't feel safe at times. No. And, and I wanted to do that when I was here um, upcoming soon, face to face. Um, I just don't know how to have that conversation without it going south. <laughs> what would going south be? Uh, her being upset, her not wanting me around, you know, tr- triggering her, et cetera, et cetera. Well, do you think it's more triggering for you guys to avoid talking about the pink elephant in the room? I think so. But mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know how to navigate that on the, Okay, I, I call it the monster, because the monster is still there. Once the over frustration gets there, then I'm like, okay, fine, screw you, you know, mm-hmm. and then, then here comes the, the um, annihilation, the Terminator, <laughs> you know, after that follows that. So I don't want to step back into that pattern where I'm like, okay, well, you're not, I'm not being heard. So I could give, I could give two shits left, you know, and then I get that way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, you know what, Carrie, I really believe in you as a mom. And I really think you're selling yourself short. If you think you can't show up and keep that monster at bay because your kids aren't little anymore. You're not a single mom trying Mm -hmm. to raise two little kids that are close in age. You've had a lot of freedom to explore the world and process your trauma and be self-reflective And I think you can expect more from yourself. Okay. And I think it's about time you apologize. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. And if she gets mad, then you owe it to her to let her be mad and not react back. Mm Mm-hmm. And just love her. 
This is the time where you, you know, get to really be a mom. And you are a mom. I'm not saying that you weren't a mom or you weren't a good mom or any of that. But in a lot of ways, this is where you get to be the mom that she's probably always wanted. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to come at the conversation as you're apologizing for you because you want a better relationship with her and you want access to your grandkids. But I want you to come at really seeing your little girl and making it all about her mm-hmm. and apologizing to her and say, I'm sorry I didn't get help okay. sooner. I'm sorry that I exploded at times. I'm sorry if you didn't feel safe. And when you're ready, whether it be now or another time, I want you to be able to say what you want to say to me. I can take it. Okay. So what's coming up for you as I suggest this? Well, my first thought is I don't want her to say what she wants to say to me. (laughs) God knows what that's going to (laughs) be. That was my first like stomach drop moment. Like, okay, here it comes. Yeah. But it's also like, okay, well, here it comes. Yeah. So, I mean, it needs, it needs to come, but yeah, boy, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. What's the worst thing she could say? What's your worst fear? Um, well, I think my worst fear is kind of what's, uh, already in process. I'm being erased. Mm-hmm. You're being pushed away because of the pain. Mm-hmm. And that's the best coping strategy she has. And now she's dealing with being a mom and being afraid that she'll repeat the pattern. And she's not yet, which is great, but probably one of the ways that she's able to parent differently is keeping you at bay. And right. here's, here's the thing. Like if you keep going on, like you're going on, she's just going to slowly push, 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 push. That's my prediction. And eventually you'll have right. no relationship. If you really work to have a heart to heart with her and say, you know, I know it may take some time for you to trust me again. I know it may take some time for you to see I'm consistently different, but I'm here and I'll wait as long as it takes. And I don't expect anything from you. You don't owe me anything because what happens with parent child relationship is the hurt parent wants it to be kind of a two way street meaning the hurt parent wants the Mm -hmm. child to make it okay for them as well. And that's not the child's job. Mm -hmm. It's the parent's job to make it okay for the child. So this is your opportunity to, because if I offered you a time machine and you could go back and parent differently, would you take it? Yeah. Well, this is your version of a time machine. You can't go back in time, but you can start to show up differently. But if you keep Mm -hmm. kind of pretending and not talking about it and she's seeing you more out of obligation and is, is still hurt and keeping a distance, then you're, there's sort of really no hope for a closer relationship. Right. Which is exactly Mm -hmm. how my mom and I have a relationship. I can only tolerate her from a few hundred miles away Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I don't, I don't want that. Right. to be our relationship right. uh, with me and her. Then you can't be scared of your daughter. Mm-hmm. This is where you got to step into your mama bear 
and your mother's intuition. So I want you to put aside the shame and the fear for a moment. And I want you just to tap into, close your eyes for a moment. I want just you to tap into your yourself as a mother. That mama's intuition and that unconditional love you feel for your children and specifically your daughter. What do you think she needs to hear from you? I wasn't there, but I'm here now. I put a lot of pressure on them. They were my parents, basically. They raised me. But they've become my greatest teachers. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for. I am sorry for. Gosh, we don't have the time. It's so much. (laughs) Um, Every raised voice every name called every time I made you feel less than Mm -hmm. because they were my my greatest joy I just Mm -hmm. was too angry to to experience the joy Mm -hmm. Anything else? I just want to to love them, Mm -hmm. how they are, support them. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of all that they're doing and accomplishing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The one prayer or wish or whatever for a parent is that your, your children always end up doing better, having better, whatever than you did. And, um, both of my children have made way better decisions. They're way healthier in their in their you know in their core being mm. than I ever was at their age, and and that that makes me extremely happy. Yeah, yeah. And I encourage you to to get in her experience a little and say things like, I imagine it must have been so hard for you. And I imagine you must have felt so scared at times. And I was your mom and I was the one who was supposed to make you feel safe. And I didn't. And I'm deeply sorry for that. Right. And no excuses. Don't go into, you know, my parents couldn't do it for me and I passed on my trauma. None of that. Uh Just really own it. And give her the space. Say, if you want to tell me things now, You can, if you don't, that's fine too. This is really about what you need and whatever you need, I will respect that. You just have to ask me and I'm sorry. I couldn't do that when you were little, but I'm 100% willing to do it now. That I am. Yeah. And this is where, if you feel that monster coming, you gotta imagine a huge mama bear running down the road. And tackling that monster and pushing him out of the way. And you drop back in your heart and you hold space for your little girl. Because when you do this for her, 
you're also doing it for your little girl inside of you because everything that you just said in terms of the apologies and the owning is what you'd like to hear from your mom too. So as you give her this space, you're giving yourself that space too. Can you see that? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to do it? Yeah. Yeah, I am. When? I will be face to face with her uh, next week. Mm -hmm. So we do have some celebratory things. So I'm not going to rain on that parade, but after all that kind of dies down and we're just going to spend some time together with the kids. And I, I definitely want to, to open up the talk. Yeah. And what I want to say to you, Carrie, is I'm sorry that you didn't feel safe and I'm sorry that you didn't feel unconditional love. I'm sorry that you didn't have the freedom to be a child. I'm sorry that you felt scared at times. And I'm sorry that you didn't have parents you could really count on. You deserved more. You did. And well, thank you. let's be kind to that little girl inside. Okay. Yeah. Questions? Uh, just how to keep working on the uh, the explosive anger to keep it going to keep to keep it well to dissolve it <laughs> initially <laughs> you know for good um, you're not coming to my retreat by any chance are you because that uh, would handle no, unfortunately. it unfortunately <laughs> oh, that would be great <laughs> but um, I, I, I know that it's still there and I've I've worked in specific segments of my life to really fine tune whenever something comes at me, I'm able to say, you know, like I, f- I feel like that's a you problem and not take it on mm-hmm. and not be resentful and not blow up and not react. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, it's, it's still there in other ways. So, yeah, well, so. usually people that are really, really hurt and really sad all the time haven't gotten to their anger. People that are angry and explosive haven't gotten to their hurt and their sadness. So what I love about the space Mm -hmm. you're in right now is the tears are coming and you're feeling the grief, Mm -hmm. both the grief of being a child and how you were mothered and and how you were mothered and feeling like you've lost touch with your kids a little bit. And so if you let yourself feel the sadness and feel the tenderness the anger will start to dissolve because the anger is just a big, bad protector of the hurt. Okay. So let yourself feel the tears. Let yourself feel the pain. Let yourself feel the hurt. And have healthy outlets for that anger. Do my anger release process. Do release writing. Go out in nature and scream. Pound pillows when you need to so that it doesn't explode. Because the thing with the volcano is it's just pressure over time. But if it leaked out a little bit of lava every day, it wouldn't explode. I mean, I'm sure Mm -hmm. volcanoes do do that, but you get the metaphor. It's the pressure. The release writing has really helped me. I've never been in a place where I could actually do the anger technique because I was either in a household with some, well, 
I could, but not without them being concerned that they needed to put me away <laughs> you know, with me screaming and hitting the pillow, but never someplace private enough to where I could do that. But I did it through the, um, I do, I do a lot of my release through painting. Mm-hmm. I am in nature all the time now. Uh, my backyard is, is the Grand Canyon or the, the national parks anytime I want. So I've been really working on healing that, but I think the moving the anger through is something that I'm still um, almost afraid of, mm-hmm. you know, letting that out of the cage. Yeah. But it, I think it needs to move through. I think so. But it sounds like you have a vehicle where you could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being a generational pattern breaker. Takes a lot of courage yep. to do that. Takes a lot of courage to own. It does. So I know it can be scary and I know it can be easier to just sort of tiptoe and ignore the elephant in the room, but it sounds to me like you really want to change. Yeah, I do. So change, create it, be the mom that you always wish you could be. Okay. So thank you to Carrie for bringing this topic forward. I think this is a tough one. This is a tough one for a lot of parents to see. I think a lot of parents carry around silent shame about some of the choices they made as parents. And parenting is hard. (laughs) I'm only six months in and I'm like, whoa, this is truly the hardest thing I've ever done. And the most rewarding as well. But it doesn't come with a manual. And I'm so glad that I have the amount of personal development work under my belt that I do. I know that if I had Athena 20 years ago, I would not be the same mom that I am today. And I probably would have made a lot more mistakes and not known, you know, really how to create a healthy environment for her. And I think some of that comes intuitively. However, when we didn't have good parenting, we're so impacted by our own trauma and what happened to us and our own hurt that it feels really hard. And sometimes it's just impossible not to pass on that heart and not to go back into those generational patterns. And what Carrie is doing and realizing now is that she acted in ways that made her children feel unsafe and that have pushed them away from her in a lot of ways. And she wants it to be different. And I believe she still has that chance, but it's going to require her addressing the pink elephant in the room. It's going to be her really owning up to and apologizing for her behavior and allowing her child to have whatever reaction she's going to have. You know, I didn't coach caring the way that I did because I think, oh, her daughter's going to be like, okay, mom, thanks for apologizing. And they're going to sing Kumbaya and, and have a hug and, you know, spend every holiday together. It probably will take her daughter some time and she may never want to forgive. You know, her daughter may, for whatever reason, want to hang on to that anger as a form of self-protection. However, I feel very deeply that Carrie would regret not trying, not trying and not having that conversation where she really takes the role of mother. She really owns. I'm sorry for this, not making excuses. I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry for this. I can imagine it might be like this for you and not expect anything in return because that's where parenting gets a little wonky is when, as Carrie said, we make the child our parents. We look to the child to make us feel better about ourselves or about something. And that's not the child's job. Child's job is to be the child. It's a parent's job to 
really create that safe space for the child. You know, parenting is the really the only only relationship that's one directional. And of course, we get so much love from our children and we don't want our children to be abusive to us or treat us crappy or any of those things. I'm not saying we have no boundaries. However, we don't want to put the responsibility on the child to take care of us. And Carrie was so worried about, you know, her daughter getting upset at her. And it's like, well, let her be upset. That's okay. She deserves it. Or her own, as she called it, monster coming out. And this is where she needs to mom up and mama bear up be like, my love for my daughter is stronger than this monster. And if it starts to come in, I'm just going to bring mama bear in. And I'm going to say, nope, we're not doing this again. And I believe in her. And I believe in any of you that want to have these kind of conversations with your children. Have these conversations with them while you're still alive. Give them the opportunity to hear the things that they've probably always wanted to hear. Will it repair the relationship? Will they let you into their life and their heart again? I don't know but it's worth a shot. It's truly worth a shot. So don't pretend, don't let things go unspoken, put your own shame aside. Well, not aside, process your own shame, learn from it, be compassionate and loving with yourself, eventually forgive yourself, and then really show up differently for your kid or your children. You can do it. I know it's hard. I know it's hard to look at how we might've hurt someone else, especially our child. It is so hard. It it can be the most gut-wrenching thing. I even think of things that, you know, I wish I would have done differently with Athena. And like I said, I'm only six months in and it's just, oh, it's just painful. However, if we don't have the courage to really look and own and apologize and show up for our kids differently, then what we're going to end up with is a lot of regret and distance from our kids. And our kids are worth it. Our kids are worth getting over our own shame, doing the work to heal and process our own trauma so that we can show up differently for them. They deserve it and you deserve it. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time, everybody. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Blessings.